Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev, DJ Zaya. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Wait, 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 wait. This that Zaya Cash shit, though. Yeah. yeah. Lo mejor en Miami, bro. You already know. They're going to yeah. shut down the city with this shit right here. Zaya Cash, best in the city, bruh. Bruh. But it's going to be a podcast? Am I everything? I'm still lost. I me too. I don't know Yo, what's going on. Yo, I still want to listen to it, though. It's Zaya and Cash, bro. Oh, shit. I'm down. 305 Miami shit. Yo, yo, yo. It's MIA Radio. Hey. We're back. We're in the we studio. Well, I'm in the studio. Kaz is uh, in the I'm screen. I'm in a spiritual retreat. <laughs> a sabbatical. But <laughs> sabbatical. Quarantine <laughs> retreat. The third time we used that word. But we got a special guest in the building helping me out today. Yeah, yeah. Part of the team. Part of the Rockwell fam. DJ Rafi Pryor in yeah, the yeah. building. Yes. Give it up. Yes, yes. Yo, 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 yo. What up? What's good, brother? Bro, it's crazy. I've been in this office studio since... Shit, dude! February when all that shit like shut down, right before that shit shut down, right before spring break, it's completely yeah. different now. So different, but I like it though, for sure. And uh, yeah, that's a different environment, completely. Nah, definitely. You um, feel like you're like in a in a real podcast uh, studio, studio like a real filming studio, you know? Like, no, I definitely do. Uh, and like they film different shit. It's funny because we were talking before we started that he he has his own podcast with Mr. Gray. Yeah, right. Take a break. And he was taking a break. Him, taking a break, and bro. he was <laughs> he was telling me how they're dick, taking Yo, a break. Literally taking <laughs> a break <laughs> right now, bro. <laughs> and he was telling me how you know he he was really you know eager to get on and kind of just let shit out, talk talk right. uh, what, about everything that's going on and he reached out to us so i mean i really appreciate you reaching out and yeah no thank to come you bro. On and, and talk because i know you know we've been wanting to have uh, someone on that can speak on the situation and just night in especially in the nightlife in our business mm-hmm. but we weren't we weren't sure who to reach out or what was you know the right way so yeah, like yeah we didn't want to we didn't want to come off as anything you know opportunist you could say or we didn't want to no. be yeah, so you know, we definitely appreciate reach out you. to anybody who, who no, for I mean, sure. Obviously, they wouldn't take it in a bad way, but I mean, just brand wise for us too, you know, like oh, like uh, you know, you you reached out to us and yeah, for sure. And no, you know, I, um, we, we've been wanting to have you on even from before, you know. So now yeah. it's even more of a it's like it's, it's, it's a reason. Good, good opportunity because I don't know when I heard um, I was listening to Brian's, and then um, it was just a really good podcast and. uh but like the only thing was I was like a little more insight, you know, from like yeah. just from like you know I actually like live like this is like my reality. I mean, it's your reality too. You guys are no, minorities but, as well, but you know what I mean. But a hundred percent, because even you know after after we I listened back to that podcast and I was watching, I was like, I was like, damn, it's three white dudes though. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, we're, right, right. We're talking all this shit, but like you know, we 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 didn't we haven't lived it. We've seen it. We've you know yeah, been next to been it, around we, it, but we haven't really experienced this so and i know you've been tweeting like last week you know you've gone through some yeah. shit. yeah so i you know I, we can start with that like um, I know you, you had something oh, I, that happened i don't to even you. know i've been i've been on the fucking sabbatical with zero <laughs> yeah he actually I had, to, had, had to come to the cabin i had to come to the cabin well, to get I'll, wi-fi I'll, I'll let him talk about it yeah. but he actually literally after all this experienced something like yeah, some, some, a couple of days ago some bullshit um, oh shit so we can we can start off with that um yeah how do we start that all right yeah so um it was sad Friday night. 
Yeah, Friday night, I think it was. Yeah, Friday night. Um, last Friday night. And this is like, you know, all this shit's going on and stuff like that. And um, it was crazy because that earlier that week, one of my buddies hit me up. White dude hit me up because he was like, yo, I want to learn. You know what I mean? I want to, like, get information about the shit. Right. Like, get it from your perspective. Like, what's going on? Like, I don't understand. Kid grew up in Delray yeah. his whole life. Like, he has, he has no idea, really. You right. know what I mean? So um, then we go hang out again on Friday, and it's me, him, and uh, my other boy, who's Puerto Rican, who's sitting there kicking it. And then my one boy, he, like, goes off and, like, deals with, like, issues with his wife or, like, they're, like, fighting or whatever. And then some dude comes up, asks for a cigarette. And my boy's like, nah, I'm good. I don't have one. And I'm like, nah, I'm good because I quit. So I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm good. I don't have anything. And then no bullshit, homie was like, yo, black lives don't matter. And I was like, I was like, what? Uh, like it threw me, like it threw me for a fucking loop. Like that, he, he was like ballsy enough to like say that. But you, he just asked you for a cigarette. You said no. And, no, and that was his. Response. Yeah, like it was like, like he could tell he was drunk, but like that's still yeah. that's no fucking excuse. You know what I mean? And uh, wow, he said it to me and my boy. My boy's like, what'd you say? And then he said it again. And then he looked at me and he was like, "Yo, fuck black, my fuck, uh, fuck black lives matter." Oh my god! And yo, when like. I say like I was enraged, like I'm getting shaky right now thinking about it. You know what right. I mean? Like, like when I, I and you were just explaining to your boy, like exactly, like all the shit that had, I experienced. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and like my one boy, if you ask him today, he's like, "Yo, I felt like out of a fucking movie that like this dude just like said that shit." And we're in Meisner Park in Boca. It's like yeah. semi busy, you know what I mean? But there's so many people around us. My boy's like, "I'm about to kill this kid." I had to be like, "Yo, no chill." chill because look we're literally the only two minorities out here <laughs> yeah. so we fucked this dude up like how do you think that's going to turn how do you think the cops are going to look at that saying i'm not, not saying story. Story. you know what i mean i'm not saying we're going to get like beat and killed by the cops because not all cops are bad but at the same time we're in my no one else really yeah, heard them it doesn't or, it doesn't come across as you know like the the numbers wouldn't add up to yeah. you know it's like oh shit aggressive black guy fucking beats up this kid whose fucking dad's probably a lawyer. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just like And you think he, he just said that like on like, some straight ignorant like drunk shit, but like it still shouldn't have been like okay. It's still not okay to say. Oh of course now. not. Like, Ever. Like, I mean I don't know. It's just not a like how, how does that come to your not, mind? It's not something it, to to joke about. I mean even a year, two years down the line, you're not gonna say that shit. Man. So what was know, his just, reaction? When, it's not I was just telling him, I was like, yo, just walk away. I was like, I had to be like, yo, just walk away, walk away. And he kept trying to talk. I guess, like, maybe something clicked and he tried to explain, wanted to explain himself. He tried to yeah. explain what he's. I guess he wanted to because I was just like, yo, shut the fuck up and just keep walking. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. Please just keep walking. Because, like, I don't know if I could, like, help my composure any longer. I was like, yo, just keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. And um, he eventually, like, walked away. And then my, I had to calm my boy down and be like, yo, let's, let's fucking get him. I'm like, yo, we can't because. These yeah, cops come. Problem, yeah. That shit's a Meisner. Like we ain't from here. We've been drinking. You know what I mean? Like it's just a whole other we set go of to problems. our car. Like it's just it's so many more things can happen. Phones are going to come out, and where the phones going with like, oh shit, this Black Lives yeah. Matter guy is fucking up this one white guy, and then you know how the headlines are going to put it. You know, like it's just it could have spiraled out so out of control. Yeah, that, I like, mean, luckily you were aware enough to. Assess the situation. You know what I mean? Like, not let it escalate that quickly. And no. those are just like situations in life where I've had to like assess the situation, being like, "Oh shit, this could really be bad for me. Let me get the fuck out of here." 
or yeah you're the bigger i mean you're the bigger person and which you know pays off in the end but it's you know this is this is an ongoing issue forever and And it's for somebody to to joke around it and just be like oh you you don't want to give me a cigarette well fuck you you know like no bro like Like, that's not not, it doesn't translate like it didn't translate like a like a fuck you, like yo, yeah, like like if you like we don't have a cigarette, just walk away. But like all right, cool. and what you what, you think he was just being ignorant, or he like that's the thing. There's people that I think he's more or less ignorant. I I, I don't want to, I don't want to say he's racist, because like I I, I really tippy toe with that line because like I don't want to call everyone a racist just because they say something ignorant. That, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you because like you know I've been talking a lot to people and just with different views, different opinions, and the one thing I. I kind of notice is that um, some people are might be against the you know the BLM movement, mm-hmm. but not because of what it stands for, not because they're racist or or they're they're like like they don't see the 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 pic the big picture. It's just like they don't believe that the BLM movement is gonna achieve anything, or that there's other you know agendas behind it, or like they just don't like. Um, necessarily what they're trying to achieve it's like a weird like no like i'm for black lives but i just don't like i don't fuck with that so the way that i see it like that kind of mentality is is a very selfish mentality because it's like it's selfish but it's not it's it's funny because it's uh, they're trying to be unself they're trying to they say like their their perspective is that saying black lives matter is a selfish thing to say for black people like this is one angle that I've analyzed from from kind of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like people that don't believe in, in Black Lives Matter are saying it because they're trying to say that it's a selfish movement when everybody should be given that kind of treatment. But it's, like the whole point of the movement is to know that yo, like Black Lives Matter, like they do matter. It's like, not that they matter more; it's that they do matter. Yeah, like, we matter realize too. that there's that that yeah that they're they've been oppressed all their lives, and you know, like Black people have it so much harder that's the point of it but then some people are like no like they don't see the oppression or like maybe the way they grew up maybe they're just hard-headed maybe they're just you know like i call it like subliminally racist and 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 they just don't understand it you know but it's 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 not always like like that direct racism but it's gotten to the point where you don't even if you don't understand what's going on you come off as racist or you are in the racist pool, you know, like yeah. you get pushed onto to that side because it's like the, what we're trying to say here is, you know, that black lives are important. Yeah. They matter they as well. Like, I mean, like, look, everyone, everyone matters, obviously. Like we're not saying right. just us, but like, exactly. Like we, we matter too, because I mean, look, you can throw out all those little bullshit statistics being like, right. Oh, how many, Oh, cops have killed more white people than black people this year and all that stuff like that we are also 60 percent more of the population than we are so like those numbers shouldn't be that close at all you know what i mean and you're you're gonna see and this is what i try to tell people i'm like look you just literally just take a look in my shoes since growing up these are little things that i have to worry about when i get my car or if i'm driving like even if i'm following the rule like i do i was driving like 85 the other day and like this is all right after George Floyd happened. Like I'm doing 85 on the highway, I like slow down and like I was like, oh shit, let me do like 65, because like these are like things I have to be like, yeah. oh shit, let me slow down to 65. Let me where's my license at? 
Do I have? I, where's You're my already processing. Where's, yeah, I mean, I have to process before like cop, you even know cops even near me. Like I have to process all this stuff. Like I shouldn't have to go yeah. through thinking these things type of things, but like I do, and it's not just because of what I'm seeing on TV now. Right. This is because of growing up, the bullshit that I've had to deal with growing up, like being stopped by cops for no reason, being stopped by cops, and like suburban neighborhoods for like just because I'm look different and I'm not from that neighborhood and I'm walking. And it sucks because it's kind of like it becomes a part of your life you know or it I mean? shouldn't be. It it really shouldn't be, but it's like it's just something that I always have to be aware of. And look, you know, I have, I have a lot of white friends. I have a lot of life. I like a lot of friends of all different races. And like we can always make that joke. Oh, shit. We got a black guy with us. Like that joke has been made multiple right. times. You know what I mean? To the point where it's got numb and to the point where like now it's like I'm getting older. I'm like, yo, that joke's getting old now. Like. Nah. Like this shit is like really my reality when you really think about it, and it's the same yeah. thing. Like we were we were talking about it uh, a couple of weeks ago, or like in the Latin culture, like that's like a joke of like you know, or oh, negro ese, or like, but you know they're not racist, but it's like those little jokes that it becomes normalized, and then you're like you're like thinking twice about bringing a black friend to your house because you're you don't want your parents to be like oh uh, you know asking questions or where it shouldn't be like that. You know, I'm thankful that my family was always open to any, mm -hmm. like, they didn't, they didn't care. I just was raised, like, yeah, his skin's different, but it's, he's a human, so it doesn't matter. Right. But I, I know I've been, I've witnessed parents that, you know, they make those comments or they say something like, oh, I don't want you hanging around this and this. Like, oh, not because he's a bad person, but, you know, and it's like, but why is there a but? Yeah. Yeah. A but. Yeah. That but, that but, that is kind of like the, the stamp of truth, you know, like. Like, haha, it's like that backhanded compliment. Like, it's no. a joke, but when they say that, you're kind of like, this shit's uh, really not that funny. Wait, is that for real? Like, yeah. And that's you know? the thing. Like, we, so. we, 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 we see it and, and like we're exposed to it, but there's a difference when you're walking in the shoes and you're like experiencing it firsthand. So, I mean, I, that just happened to you this weekend, but like, you know, and especially in nightlife, like, yo, that shit is like, bro, that shit happened to me. So I've been in Florida. Uh, I'm in like nine years now, maybe. Yeah, nine. Maybe going you're from 10. Philly, right? Going from Philly, coming from Philly. And before I lived in Philly, I lived in Denver, and then I moved down here. And as soon as I moved down here, is when like my DJ career started to like really pop off. You know what I mean? It like, kind of like, took a more and more serious as, soon as I moved down here. And then I got a gig up in West Palm. And I, I lied to you not, it was a party that, you know, me and Gray, actually, first time I met Mr. Gray, we started this party. Well, we didn't start this party. Me, him, and a promoter started this party. Promoter was dating my roommate at the time or whatever. Um, it was a little Monday night party. I'm not going to name the venue, but, like, literally, um, the party was popping the first couple of weeks and then started to fizzle out. It's a Monday night party. That's just going to happen. I mean, there's no real promotion. There's no real, there's no real pushing it, nothing like that. And then the promoter said to me, he was like, well, you're not bringing enough people in. And, like, I was like, well, I just moved here. <laughs> who, who the fuck do you right. expect me to bring in? Like, I brought the people who I know, but, like, I, yeah. literally, I literally literally just moved here. Like, I'm still, like, no one really knows me like that. And then he was like, it's fine. We don't really hire niggas like that up here anyway. And I, bro, I, like, it's just was like. Wait, hard I, ER? Yeah, hard ER. <laughs> Hard ER, wow. and like, and this is a white guy, white dude, from in, in West Palm, white dude in West Palm, and then he was like, really, really hard niggers like that anyway, and like, 
it was like in a malicious type way because we were like going back yeah. and forth because I was like, well, you're, you're the promoter. Like you bring people in. And then he said that. And I was like, uh, my face was just like, my face just like dropped. Like this wasn't, we weren't, he wasn't in front of me because if he was in front of me, this is 10 years ago me. So I probably would have fucked him up right, right. There, there. You know what I mean? So, but like he, it was just like through text. And I was like, is this dude serious right now? Like, did he really just. Damn, you got the receipts. Like, 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 just like dropped that on me. And like. Wow. And, you know, like, everyone was, like, livid. You know, like, my, my other roommate, he was livid. You know, his girl, she was like, yo, that's so messed up. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah. I'm not saying break up with the dude, but, like, you got to reevaluate yeah. who you roll with. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? Like, exactly. And this is, like, my first experience in West Palm. So then I literally looked at West Palm like, yo, fuck this city. Like, yeah. I, I have no intentions of playing here ever again. Like, this is how they rock. And... And I'm I'm glad I like I didn't keep that mentality about them because there's a lot of good people up there, but like I was literally like, yo, are you fucking kidding me? And that was the first time I experienced it in nightlife, and I was just like, all right, well, this shit is going to be everywhere. Like this and is it, like, bro, that's, 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 I can't get I can't get away from it. It's going to be that's, everywhere. That's like the thing when people say like they don't they're like, oh, it's it's not systematic. Like yeah, that was years ago, but it's like that mentality of like now a lot of black people. Like they have those experiences constantly, so then they 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 get that trigger of like, yo, this is how everyone's gonna treat me, or like this is what I should right. be expecting. So like I'm gonna, I gotta be on guard, and it's like that is like already an automatic tension between people, especially when you get cops involved and and all that stuff. But like, that's crazy. Like you already were like, yo, like I fuck West Palm. You know what I mean? Like off like off rip. I'm just like I'm like fuck. You know what I mean? So, um. I am not working with that dude again. Obviously, what happened to him? He's, um, is he he's still, still he still he still works in nightlife because I've seen him maybe over the past like ten years, like three four times, and like that shit triggers soon as like I like see him. Yeah, facts, you know. But I'm like, yo, be an adult. Like, don't even like you were here for a reason. Like, I'm out chilling. Like, I'm not even trying to get involved in all that shit. But he doesn't look my way. Like nothing like that. The shit that also heats me up is that he's a promoter, so he's Dick. he's talking to you like he is like the boss to hire you, and that, like now he's like a manager spot. So like you know, what I mean, like I could I could pull out receipts and like try to find this and like put him on blast and like, but I'm not Canceled. gonna, you know, what I mean, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through the effort of doing that, right. like you know, just whatever, let him do what he do. Because in West Palm, when all this shit went down, I'm seeing some promoters who were up there, some DJs from up there saying some of the most ignorant shit on social media. And I know when, because um, when Brian hit me up and he was like, yo, let's start talking about, you know, going back to work. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not working here. I'm not working here. I'm not working. I'm not working with this person. Like. Because of what cause happened. Because they're what they're saying. And like, they're not understanding or they're not wanting to understand. Like, my whole big thing is don't, this isn't. A political thing to me it's not a political thing like yeah this shit has been happening my whole life so when i'm six years old i didn't give a fuck who was running for president like this shit is, you know i mean these are things i've been taught so like this is not a political thing this is nothing to do with like left or right or any of that bullshit like this is like a, a human issue like if you're not getting it then like find me dm me and i'll help you explain it to you and i'll help you give you life experiences like this shit is it's it's real life and um it, it can't be taken lightly. Like you can not want to talk about it, and I, and I understand not everyone's going to want to talk about it. Not everyone's going to want to post on social media about it. 
not everyone's going to want to, you know, share articles and shit like that. But don't let me see you getting an uproar about fucking syrup, but you're not getting an uproar about people who got hung like last week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, don't sit here and like fucking have like 70 comment threads about fucking Aunt Jemima syrup, but then like you literally have zero to say about Breonna Taylor getting fucking shot in her own home. And I think it's yeah. it's it's easy for people to kind of not get involved when it's like they don't feel the effect or they they don't understand it, so they're just like, ah, I mean, yeah, it's a big deal, but you know what can I do? Yeah. And I know there's also people that like you know how you were saying, um, like it's not a political issue, it's not a left or right, but then there's people that they can't differentiate, you know, what the issue is of like. Yo, just watch this eight minute, forty six video, forty six second video, and you'll understand that it's not a Trump thing, it's not a Republican thing, it's not. I think it's. I think it's a. It's to me the way that I what I've analyzed from all this, it's kind of like the ignorance thing, because I okay. First of all, on Facebook, I don't post anything even remotely wanting to determine any kind of, uh, you know, uh, alienation, like being aligned to any kind of party, because you know it's Facebook. On Twitter, I'm very open, um, and I've said it. And on Facebook, I mean, and on IG, I'm I'm kind of vague, but at the same time, like, you know, I my my political views are out there. But through all, all this, it's the first thing that I said. You know, this is not a political thing, but this is this is where it sucks that a lot of Trump supporters are racist, and he fuels racism. Like he fuels racism. So it's not like when people say, "Oh, he's not racist." Okay, if he's not racist, he's still giving people the platform to 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 he he's giving everybody everything but the target. He's getting he's giving them the gun, the bullet, and the training and pushing everything. So it's 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 taught in their head that since because now we're able to speak more freely, I guess we can be openly uh, racial about it. So, but it's not. I'm, you know, I'm not saying all cops are, are Republicans or this or that or, you know, I, I've gotten attacked like, oh, you left this, whatever. And I'm like, look, where did I say this? Where did, it's, this is ignorance past the presidency. This is ignorance that has been brought up through the years. And, you know, like he definitely sparked up. He gave him the weapons to, to, to be so, I guess, aggressive about it. But, you know, to, 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 to address this as a political thing is the most ignorant response you can have because you just, that means that you've done zero work, like zero research or zero, just, like you're, you're just so unaware. Like, yeah, you know? no, it's, very, it's, it's true. I see what you're saying. Because it's, uh, when you say it's funny, you brought like the, the Trump thing. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but I think it was last week, it was in Jersey. It was like a small little protest happening like in a neighborhood. And it was this guy like in front of his yard and had his knee down on his friend's neck. Like oh, mimicking, yeah, I saw that. You saw that, right? Like mimicking Same. the um, the George Floyd thing. George Floyd, and like, yeah. In the background, it's like it's all Trump, Trump flag. Like, so, like, that's if, – if you're Trump, right, and this is where – and, look, I don't know if the dude's racist. Does he have racist tendencies? Probably, yes. But, like, I'm not going to sit here – because I don't know him personally. So I'm not going to sit exactly. here and, like, get into the whole political thing and, like, all that shit. But if you see – your name in the background of someone doing such a disgusting act and you have said nothing about it. So, and it's on the news. So I know you watch news. I know you get these clips and you said nothing about it. Then yeah. you're just, you're just as bad as a problem. 
because you're literally at the highest point and you could nip that shit in the bud right then and there. But he yeah. doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot of people want to just, you know, attach Trump to everything racist that's bad and this and that. But it's not that so much that he's like a full a full on racist. It's just that he doesn't he's just adding fuel to the fire. He doesn't of, diffuse the situation mm-hmm, right. when, when he can obviously diffuse the situation. And it's the same thing on the local level. Like if if you if you're on social media and like you see someone post some nut ass shit and like you're friends with them and like you don't address them or like nip it in the bud, then you're just as part of the problem. Or if you see if you're out, like if if I'm that's the first instance the night that I was out and that guy said that. If his friend disagreed with him but didn't say anything, then he's just as bad as right. he is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, a, it's like take hold accountability. That like me personally, that's all I'm really asking. And that's what I told my boy when I told him when I was um, teaching him. I was like, look, if you see something fucked up and I don't see it and I'm not there to defend myself, but they're particularly talking about me or people of my color, then nip that shit in the bud right then and there. Because that's only going to help the situation. That's only going to help maybe spark something in that dude's head. Oh, shit, if my boy thinks it's wrong, then it, shit, it might be wrong. And then it goes yeah. full circle. Because if you look at like the Candace Owens video or whatever, like – People who probably wanted to say bad about the George Floyd thing and like, oh, fuck this, you know, blue lives and all that stuff like that. You have this black woman, very articulate, go on Facebook and she knows who she's pandering to when she goes on live. Like she knows exactly who she's pandering to and they're going to eat that shit up and they're going to like this. Oh, shit. Well, you know, she's black. My my homie, black girl, Candace, she said it's cool. So has someone sent me that video. So then it, it probably is. It probably is OK if she said it's OK. No, she's literally playing the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, she could probably run for president. She could probably win because she's going to play the shit out of you because you guys are so gullible to eat that shit up. And that's why I had, I had to explain that to someone one day. She's like, well, she makes up some very good points. I'm like, yo, she's spitting facts, but she's probably never even been to, like, an inner city neighborhood in her life. That's the thing. And, I, and I've and i had people send me videos of statistics and facts, and I don't even disagree with them. I'm like, yeah, I'm like bro, I understand. Those are facts. And 100%, mm-hmm. not 100%, of some of what you're saying is valid. But the point is, why is there a but? That's my whole thing. It's like, I'm not, you're like trying to argue with me, and I'm not even arguing. Yeah. Like, the, I'm not, that's not my issue. Like, there, why is there a but? It's like you were saying it's not a political thing, but, you know, there's layers to it. So obviously, you can bring in the Trump thing. You can bring in politics. Like you can bring in politics into the situation because I'm pretty sure the media is probably playing it off that way. But like, but at the core, it's, the it's, core not. it's not. So then when people are telling me, yeah, but... Oh, what happened with Kaz, bro? No, my bad, my bad. Okay. So so when people are telling me, yeah, I, I get it. You, you know, I agree what happened to George Floyd is wrong. But I'm like, nah, there's no but. Like, just understand that, like, you know, the shit black people go through isn't the same as what we go through. And, and you know, I've heard the thing of like, yo, this happens all over the world. And I'm like, yo, for sure, but it does. But doesn't mean that it, it doesn't mean it's okay. Like, acceptable. Like, like it's it's like I put it like this. Like, um, when when I see, so I was talking to one of my uh, my buddies, he's Cuban, and I, I was like, he got he gets it. You know, what I mean, he gets everything, just like you guys. You guys get it. But like, he he was like, look, if you really think about it, black people are like putting themselves out there first, being like this. Yo, this shit's gotta stop. This like these bad cops gotta stop. I'm not saying all cops, cause I'm not, I'm not saying get rid of police, none of that shit like that. Like all like all cops, but like these bad cops gotta stop. So we're literally putting ourselves out there first, being like this. 
yo, fuck it. We'll go out there. We'll we'll take these videos. We'll we'll march. We'll protest and shit like that. And we'll we'll make our voices heard. Because what that could do is the next thing, say like a, a Latino guy gets gets murdered by the police, and his it's like a nine minute video, and the cops in his neck. Like it'll give the Latino community, oh shit. Well, we can do the same thing. We can uprise and, and do the same thing. And then you can do the Asian community. Or fuck it, white people. You want to fucking protest? You you can protest too. Like like it's, like it's like that shit has to stop. Like the bad cops have to stop. And in systematic racism, people literally think that shit's not real. And I'm like, yo, it is real. Because you like, how can I explain? Like, I all right, perfect example. I grew up in Philly, right? A lot of my life, I lived in the suburbs. With my suburbs weren't like Boca. You know what I mean? Weren't like really nice suburbs. Like I was on the other side of the tracks of the suburbs. So I was closer to West Philly than anything. So there was no one really rich on our side. Like we had row homes. There was no single family houses and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like we were like, we grew up, we were goons. You know what I mean? We did dumb ass shit. Like we got fucked with by the cops all the time. Um, On the other side of the tracks, it was nice. It was ni- like really not like nice ass homes. Um, If we walked over there and went to like, a party or something like that and we're going home we would get stopped by the cops because we don't look like we're from that neighborhood to me that's systematic racism like you're stereotyping us because we're not from that neighborhood you guys don't look like you're from that neighborhood i'm like motherfucker, i live in the same fucking town i just live on the other yeah. side of the tracks like yeah and then i just don't think people understand that aspect about systematic racism and it's not just that it's the schooling so I might have went to school in those suburbs like my entire school career, but then I lived in Southwest Philly for half my life. And then I had to lie by my address just so I could go to school because the schooling was better. It was right. poverty tax. Schooling was better. I could have easily went around the corner to Bartram, but I chose not to. And my mom chose me not to because you're not going to get the same after school programs. You're not going to get the same level of schooling you're not going to get the same textbooks and shit like that like property tax is a little lower than it is out there so the rate of kids graduating in those schools is a little lower than it is in schools with more money to, where they can give after school programs they can give tutoring out they can pay for things like that um but people don't realize that and i think it's just because they haven't lived it they don't know it so i've seen it from both sides um and I'm not saying, like, just because you go to school in inner city, you're not going to graduate. Like, I'm not saying that at all because I've seen plenty of guys graduate. But you might graduate, but you might not want to do anything because crime's going to be a little higher. So you, you, you're not gonna might, you might not have that mentality to want to go to college or try to get that big job or something like that. So crime, you're going to fight to eat. Like, yeah. dudes in inner cities fight to eat. Like, that's why crime's high. And that's when people throw that little – Statistic at me like, well, fifty two percent of homicides come from the black community. I'm like, why? I'm like, well, look why. Like, go into those communities. Like, just fucking yeah. do a drive along in those communities, and you'll see why. They don't get as much shit as you, like you're getting in. Like, our parks aren't fucking. I was I explained this to my wife last night. I'm like, we had a park that I think when I was like seven, it had a basketball court. Then maybe from like seven to like eighteen, that same park never had a basketball court. <laughs> like, it just was the pole. Right, it literally was a pole. Had a soccer field, no nets in the soccer. Like dudes who want to play soccer, Indian guys want to play soccer, has to tie their own shit up there. The baseball field where the cops and the firefighters played their summer leagues and their summer softball leagues, that shit was always up up kept. But we couldn't play basketball 
because they took it down. Now we had to go over to the suburbs to go play basketball like yeah, crazy to the nice courts and shit like that. Like, and I'm like, why do you think these athletes build up these parks and these communities and like take out of their own pocket to do this shit? Because that's how you keep kids out of trouble. When you don't help out these communities, you're, you're going to have bad things happen because kids have nothing else better to do but to get into trouble. And it shows shows right. the kids that there's like, you know, stuff, there's things that they can do beyond, you know, their, their community and their, in the inner city. Because, I mean, I wanted to ask you, too, like, you think there's, because, you know, obviously there's racism externally, but, like, internally within, like, the black community, yeah. it's, like, people kind of, they are on themselves are, like, yo, I'm never, like, this is my life. Like, like this is what we do. Yeah. No, it's true. It, 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 and it, some people some people do have that mentality. Um, They're, like, yo, this is this is what it is. Like, I'm, I'm this is what my life is going to be like. And, um. It's because sometimes they don't have like the the they don't have the the tools or the things in the community to like make them think otherwise. You know what I mean? Like this is just how they grow. Like if you grew up in the project your entire life, this is how you gonna think that shit is. It's like when I first went to my wife's house for the very first time, and she lives in she used to live in Connecticut, so Connecticut's richest fucking state in 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 the United States. Um, she had an island. Like a, just an island, like in her kitchen, Jeez. like not even like a big ass house, just like. Oh, a, I thought you meant yeah. an actual island. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you real, know, like, real. You know, like in the kitchen, they had like those yeah. little islands and shit like that. Like that was the first time I ever seen that. You got an like, island, like, nineteen or a, or a bidet. Yeah, like doing. It. I was like, oh, yo, a bidet, I'm like, you're rich, rich, bro. When I went to Cancun the first time, I had seen the bidet. I was like, yo, this shit is wild. You know what I mean? You're like, what the fuck? But I seen the island. I was like, yo, you guys got one of these? She was like, what? I was like, yo. She was like, are you serious? I'm like this. Yeah, all my shit's connected. Like, <laughs> one piece. All my shit's connected. Like, all our houses on the same street, we all connected. Like, you got, like, a whole ass yard. Like, you got a whole yard on the side, a yard in the front, yard in the back. I just got one in the back with a little fence. Like, you making it. Like, you all eating. You know what I mean? It's just people don't realize, man. You just, when you grow up in certain type of neighborhoods, um, we don't get those same um opportunities as everyone else and we get more cops like they're in the neighborhood because we're stereotyped as having more crime and shit like that and it literally it comes down to like property tax like if it was an even playing field it was no one i'm trust me no one would really be complaining like but it's it's not it's not going to be an even playing field and that's why it's like people say i don't see it it's yeah right now maybe the system isn't in place literally to get black people but like those systems that were built in the first place is like a residual effect it's like all you gotta yeah. say really is like, yo, slavery was legal like less than a hundred years ago. You know what I'm saying like, like, like that's already that's all you gotta say. Like that was just happened. Yo, civil rights has only been seventy years. Like when you <clears throat> really like think like so like me marrying my wife who's white, it was only legalized fifty years ago. That's nuts. You know what I mean? So you know what's like, crazy? I saw this. I saw this thing online and I I fact checked it, um, and it said it had a picture. Had three pictures. I had a picture of Anne Frank. I had a picture of Martin Luther King. Oh, I saw that this morning. And I had a picture of Barbara Walters. And it said these three were born all in the same year. But the way the the the, the media and, and, and history books make it seem that they make like Anne Frank seem like it was like 200 years ago. You know, like you remember reading that shit and you're like, it seemed like so long yeah. ago. But then to think that MLK was doing what he did. 20 years after that 30 you know like 
Like, and then Barbara Walters is still alive, and obviously she's old, but these people were born in the twenties, and like, these are things that all happen in their generation. So like, that's not a long time. Yeah, it's not like, so like there's like... people still alive. You know, like it's it's the wildest thing that like. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it goes over people's heads when they realize, oh, you know, MLK was, X, you know, X amount of years ago, or, or you know, to bring up Anne Frank, like, what, she was, like, 12 or 13, whatever, or however old she was, like, like, this is all in their lifetime, which is not too far. So it's not that it's not, like, that it's not current, or it's not that, like, people forgot, it's just like, yo, like, I mean, people did forget. I'm saying it got swept under the rug. Like, this is still a, a, a current relevant situation. Oh, no, like, definitely really relevant. I mean, you know, it's like you, you can say, like, I hate when people are like, yo, that's so right. That was so long ago, bro. Move on. Move on. Move past that. I'm like, but was it, though? Because, I mean, like, my hmm. mom was alive when that happened. So, like, but was it that long ago? And forget if it was long ago or, or, or not long ago. It's like, it's like, oh, we gave you your freedom. Like, what else do you want? I'm like, yo, type of mindset. Yeah, like, like, nah, bro. Like, look, yes, you gave me rights and I got rights to vote and all that stuff like that. And Jim Crow laws got passed and been and all that stuff like that. But like, there's still people who were from that era who still think like that. And a lot of that shit is taught and passed down. So that shit's going to continue. And I don't like, I just want people to be like more or less anti racism. Like, just if you see it, stop it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just don't let that shit just, like, slide by the window because it literally, you, you, you're doing nothing for the process. And, like, this has nothing to do with, like, the, the Black Lives Matter, like, organization or whatever because I know people, fucking conspiracy theories, lose their mind off of that shit. Someone sent me, yeah. a, someone sent me an article recently where they wrote an article basically uh, they were... I, I guess uh, like applauding Fidel when he when that year he died, mm-hmm. and they were saying the it was like a Black Lives Black Lives Matter article from their organization, and basically I I gotta read it again, but basically kind of saying like oh you know we could learn a lot from this revolution and how things happen, and then you see the comments everyone's like bro what like rest in peace BLM like this is terrible well, how yeah, could yeah. you compare this and this and this? so it's like. I didn't even know, and I'm to be honest, I didn't even know till recently that Black Lives Matter is an actual organization. Yeah, it's an actual organization. I thought it was like the yeah. movement, you know, the hashtag, the let's get together. Yeah. So, and then I could see why people, you know, have conspiracy theories or whatever about like, yo, but who's behind this? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. people have told me like, oh, but you know, it starts like this, and then we start getting other things thrown Bro. in, and then it's like it's 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 like it was started when Trayvon Martin. You know, that what happened with Trayvon Martin. That's when it got started. Um, but, like, yeah, it's an organization. And, yeah, I've donated to an organization. Yeah, I've seen that conspiracy where their money goes to, like, Democrats, which is not true. Like, literally, just Google it and read an article because there's Black Lives Matter people. From an organization says, no, we use, it's called, things called, like, the Axe Care or Axe Right or something like that. Whatever money it goes to, Act Blue or something like that, that is just, like, a platform that holds the like the nonprofit, so it just it flows through there like it's just like a platform that like will host your donations but like we're not taking your donations and giving them to joe biden or right. bernie sanders and all that shit like that like we're not doing that um but yeah it is it's an organization but it's really became more than that like it has become a movement like and i think that's where people lose sight and they try to find the fault in it when like the looting and shit goes on like this, oh look at these black lives matter people looting and stealing and shit like that. 
I'm like, no, that's not. It's like not even how it is because you guys know if we have a hurricane down there, what's the first thing motherfuckers gonna do? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They're gonna go rob that footlocker and shit like that. Like that has nothing to do with. Like that's just those just opportunistic people who are assholes and doing shit yeah. like, of all different races. So it's not just it's not Black Lives Matter, and people don't understand that. And like again, like what Cass said, it's not just saying we matter. Like we just we matter too. And we felt like we're not being mattered as well, um, just because of recent history and just how things go going on. And it goes in same thing in the nightlife. Like we can bring it all the way back to nightlife. Like, bro, like I matter too when I DJ because I've literally you you some places won't like hire you because like they like might know my name and then when they see my Facebook or like my press kit and stuff like that, they're like, oh no, he's gonna play hip hop the entire night and all shit like that. I'm like. Yeah, that's actually that's something that I kind of wanted to get into. Um, you know, uh, I was gonna ask you if you want to break it down to like situations that that have happened, and you know, like I I tweet it all the time, like like the backhanded compliment, like I've gotten it a million times, and I know you've probably gotten even more. You know, like people told me, oh, like you're oh you're pretty good at playing hip hop, or like you're pretty good at doing this, like some kind of like stereotypical like condescending backhanded compliment like i said you know or like or or even i mean i'm saying not even the compliments just straight up issues that you've dealt with and straight up no's or, or racism to the point like if you want to let us know and you know yeah no. i'm always in like it's it's something that i've i've seen it through the bookers like i haven't seen it in san antonio i remember i used to see it like um be like oh like back then the the music the genres weren't as as um bent as they are now but like then it was hip-hop or rap you know so like i knew open format guys that were black and like off the rip you you just get stereotyped as like a rap dj you know oh, yeah. so yeah you, know, you get you get that like off rip like i've gotten that many a times um you know just walking like if i walk into a place and i play there and like they see me they're automatically going to think i'm going to play only hip-hop um and it's even within my own community like if i'm like at a certain club and you know like i'm playing open open formatted shit like fucking drop miley cyrus or some shit like that or or, Brit- or your girl britney you know what i mean like i can like play whatever then like you'll have some like i have black people come up to me and be like this yo you're gonna drop some of our music now and i'm like i'm like yo i am like i'm gonna make it real open or i'll get on the vice versa you know if i'm playing a lot of hip-hop you know you know white people come up to me like this yo this is all you're gonna play like I'm like no, like enjoy the night. Like I'm here five hours. Like damn, I didn't even think about it from you know both I mean? sides. You know what I mean? Like spread, like yeah. kind of spread the night out. But um, as for like playing in venues, I played in a venue in, in Fort Lauderdale, and I don't play there anymore, and I won't play there anymore. Um, literally, the owner was like coming to me again in the '90s, like, yo, not too much hip hop. You know, they come in here and they're kind of aggressive with the women, and they might steal stuff. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I'm like. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, so like, like, he, like generalizing, like, yeah, right? generalize the shit out of it, and he's like, straight up, like straight up, and he was like, yeah, not too much Latin either, because you know they get kind of aggressive as well. Just throwing and days I'm like, out there, like, that. I'm like, my, mm. I'm like, bro, you're Latin, like what, <laughs> like mm. what? So like, and I, re- I recall because I ended up staying, I played, I started playing, and I was playing like old school hip hop, and he wasn't saying anything, he was cool with it. So I was like, whatever, I was like, fuck him, whatever. Um, so then I think I dropped like nice for what at the time. And it wasn't, it was 
probably one of the top songs at the time. Yeah, it's crossover. And, bro, it's crossover as shit. Like that's a pop, that's a pop, pop hip song to me. Like that's not that's not hip hop, that's like a pop song. If this dude came out into the DJ booth like a ninja and was like, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, down, turn it off. Switch the song, switch the song. I was like, What? I'm like, they're all dancing. Like I'm like, everyone's yeah. vibing. Like this is one of the hottest songs in the country. He's like, turn off, turn off right now. Put 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 journey on or something like that. And I was just like, Yeah, I'm done here. I'm not playing here again. And like I was like, I seen that and I was like, Wow. I was like, yo, that's like to me, I was just like, yo, like what like it's the same thing as when people like we got said in the last podcast. The whole is getting too dark in here bullshit. Like Yeah. Like I'm like, yo, this is that's the most bullshit thing to say. Like And I, I mean I'm not even trying to like connect everything, but like, you know, you could almost it's like you can't deny that the stereotype in nightlife is like Oh yeah, uh, you know this black crowd or this Latin crowd is less likely to spend money. They're just gonna come in here and you know, like you said, like how he said, like oh they're gonna just you know they're gonna try to steal something or whatever you know generalization you can make. So it's like they they almost don't want to cater to them because they think that they don't matter. Yeah, and it like goes all the way back to like, you know, the systematic of like, yeah, um, black people are are in are in lower level community so like we don't really need to cater to them yeah no it's, we need to cater to the spenders who are predominantly white mm-hmm. and, and then that's like literally reflects all the nightlife but that's not the case because we've all seen where it's case. like yeah. yo it's, definitely it's, not it's crazy because i've 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 you know i always talk about like the psychology and like the flow of nightlife shit and like yo more people you're okay let's break it down a table is 500 bucks. One person is paying. Maybe eight person. It's either eight people are paying or one person is paying. Yeah. Either or, there's still going to be 20 people at that table. And if it's 500 bucks divided by 20, uh, that's 25 bucks a person, right? That's how much every, that's that's upper head uh, spent in the bar. If you go to a bar with your boy and if you two at the bar, you're going to spend at least $50. That's like average three drinks you know yeah so at certain venues your regular at the bar customer is spending more money than your 20 people holding up a table so like the science of that of like oh we want bottle services or like this guy's not spending money at the bar or or these people thinking of that or like pushing that 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 kind of mindset in those kind of rooms you know the rooms that we're at like bigger rooms obviously it's a higher higher minimum and, 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 and higher numbers. But in most of the venues that we're dealing at, like the, the, the bottle prices aren't extremely high to that point. And you have more people coming in through the door. So it's, it's, it's a numbers game and a number that, that game is flawed in, in the, with the audience that we work with. So whenever people kind of like say it's flip it on them, I'm like, look, like you have, you know, 400 GA people spending an average of 40 to a hundred dollars at the bar. And you want your white fucking old dude to spend 400 bucks when he has 20 people at his table. Like think about the, the, the whole rest of the venue, you know? So if you want to cater to those people, cool, but I'm here to cater to everybody. Yeah. And, 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 and what I wanted to connect this is um, I've done venues when, you know, I've had certain people tell me certain, you know, white people tell me, Oh, all you're going to play is this or all you're going to play is that that's when I just kind of mind fuck them. And I'm like, yo, you are really that important that like you think that this, or 
I give him a breakdown of, look, man, there's everybody else in the room. So if, if you don't like, if you think I'm playing too much rap or if you're asking me for rap with the, with the, with the question, like, I don't see you. I always tell people, yo, I'm here to cater to everybody. So it's, it's, it's always when, when I've dealt with situations like that, obviously I'm not dealing with, with it as, as bad as you or I mean, obviously I'm not, I, I, I hate the comparing thing, but yeah. this is just kind of like a situation thing that I always try to, address racist things and more of a numbers and business perspective to make the owner feel like a retard you know and no. e- even even with the bottle service i mean i there's a place where we used to dj on the beach where i seen it where the doorman would just like look at you and like literally he would analyze you in five seconds and tell and tell you oh we're at, we're at capacity and yeah like, and or yeah, like private party or private or, party tonight. or like it, private it, party it'd be like four dudes or three dudes or two i i even seen two dudes and two girls and yo they might be black they might be latino and and they'd yeah. be like he, he would already be like no we're not letting anyone in and then they'd be like no we want to get a bottle yeah oh well minimum is is and then he wouldn't like make up a number almost yeah and then they'd be like yeah okay and then, and yo, then i remember like, that Fuck. shit i remember that shit and this was the wildest thing because I remember uh, when my roommate was still in UM and he would try to go um, to, you know, to, to places like Louie and Set, like that were in Mokai when I was popping, like, and they would get in because my, my, my old roommate used to be friends with all the international students. So it'd be him and like two Australian guys, tall, white, you know, with the accent or European guys, yo, and, and he would get in with like zero problem, like, to Louis, four guys, but it's like three Australian guys and him, short little Nicaraguan dude. Like, like you know, they rather have the three white Aryan looking dudes in there, you know. Like, and it was terrible. Like, I've even seen, shit. you know, because usually their thing is, oh, you don't have enough girls or you don't have yeah, no girls. Yeah. I've seen like you know, a lot of in in South Beach, a lot of it is is tourists, and you know, right. th- there's there's girls that go like they're just staying next to Mokai, they're just staying next to these clubs, so they're like, oh, let's walk over yeah. there. The doorman might not like their vibe. They might think they're not. This is not the crowd that we let in. Yeah. I literally have seen them like tell like a group of girls that were black and mixed and you know different ethnicity. So I'm like, oh no, we're at capacity. I have to wait. So they're waiting there, and then four blonde, blue eyed, tall heels like right. model looking girls come yeah, in, yeah. and he just opens the thing. Bro, it's like you ever think about it, like even like, we can get diving deeper. Like you ever think about like dress code. Like oh yeah, how oh, systematic yeah. like dress code like, and that's and, a loophole they use. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's, a, it's such it's such a racist loophole because, you, let's say you go to the like the quote unquote urban club right, and then you see how everyone's dressed in there like relax could be relaxed you know what I mean you, you got people dressed in nine but also people relax wearing tims wearing sneaks whatever, and like hats and shit like that like, but when you see a place put those restrictions up, specifically no hats. Uh, no, no boots. Yeah. No, no camo. Like a, shit like that. Like, and right. that's like big. Like no jerseys. Like when that's big and like you know I me mean, the the, the hip hop culture and stuff like that. Like, like why are you stereotyping? You're pretty much saying you don't want me but, in your club. Like, but salmon, but salmon, salmon color shorts above the knee are are perfectly com- fine. Completely, like completely fine. Like so, like, like I'm not even kidding. You're literally telling me that it's not okay for like me to be dressed like this to go in the club and the thing is like that whole thing i never like i i never understood it because that that's almost like a moment in time where like like i used to wear jerseys like i used to wear 
oversized shirts. Yeah. Like everyone had their they used to wear Hollister, used to wear the Puka thing, but then like we move on, but then like you see it or like clothes are still like nah, no hats and all yeah, no this and it's like bro, no one's doing that anyway. Like 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 stop. Like yo, yeah. like that's style now. Like oh, I was in Arizona, uh it was like two, 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 three years ago, whatever, and um some like rap group I was out there with and like we went out like during I think it was Scottsdale. Like for like Sunday brunch, and I've heard about Scottsdale Sunday brunch. I'm like, y'all heard it's lit. Like it's just supposed to be live out there. I want to check it out. Right. So I'm out there, and I'm wearing like joggers and like a camo t-shirt, but like you know, fashionable t-shirt. Like I can walk in Miami and get in any place like dressed like this. Like yeah, fine. So I'm out there, and the security guard really stops me, and he's like, "Yeah, no camo allowed in here." I'm like, "I'm sorry, what?" He's like, "No camo." I'm like, Yo, "All I have is this like hoodie with me." It's fucking 90 degrees out here he's like this yeah if you want to get in you got to put that hoodie on and zip it all the way up i was like are you I'm like what like i was just like thrown back i'm like is this really still a thing like this whole thing and, and but then i learned about how arizona is and i was just like oh, okay it makes sense now no and i mean besides you know arizona and all that it's like just nightlife inherently is like very superficial very like you know on the outside of like we want to look a certain way and we want to portray a certain thing and like and i'll be honest like you know it's definitely like i've i've gotten more like i'm not that vibe is just it's not my thing because at a certain point you're just like yo this club is cool but like is it worth it i don't fuck with it yeah like i'm not i'm not here to be fake and like oh let me yeah, we popping bottles and like I need and my boy who's a spender, but he's not really my boy. But I know he's gonna come through and spend money when I'm yeah. DJing and like that whole shit, man. I got tired of it, and you know I think now, especially now, a lot of people like you said, you're not going back to certain venues. A lot of people we were saying that might not go go uh, chill at certain venues. Yeah, because might not go out yeah, like because no, they're just not feeling that vibe anymore. So. I was actually talking to my boy I mean, the other night. I mean, we've been preaching. I've been preaching for the last five years that the big room's going to die. And if this is not it, like, if this is not the nail in the coffin to some of these venues, like, it's, I don't know what else is, you know? Like, if, if owners real, don't... real quick, I have a story. Yeah, that yeah. just reminded me of a story. Yo, I was in Texas in 2000. This was, like, 2003 or Um, And mind you, you know, this is early 2000s, so, like, you know the the, the hip hop scene and the dress code is is strict, and this is right when Jay Z changed clothes and had come out. So like this is when like the button down shirt Jay Z look was yeah. like was in. So when Vennies were like yo like like no no athletic gear, you would see the dudes with the striped button down shirts because that was what Jay Z made hot. Yo, I remember we were this. I was in a small ass town. This dude wasn't wearing. Uh, he, he was wearing like a t-shirt uh-huh. and when they told him yo you have to wear a bun down he was like yo okay you want me to wear a bun down and i guess he had money or whatever like he opens his car the back seat he has the uh the burberry uh baby shower bun down. And, he, <laughs> and i know you guys know what i'm talking about yeah. <laughs> like the, the burberry print bun down so he like puts it on he's like okay he's like i'm here to work with you he says something like 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 i'm here to work with your rules or like your rules don't affect me like like throw what you want at me, you know. Like he was wearing like hard bottom shoes too, you know. Like the whole, the whole club look that you kind of were forced to do to to get into some of these venues. Yeah, yeah. 
but it was so wild like back then that the dude was like yo like i already know you fuckers are gonna give me shit or you know your your rules for this and this and that and like 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 i'll fuck your rules over because you know like like i understand your races but like like i'm here to to kind of show you that you know you can't hold us down you know i just i, I just reminded me of that and i always remember that story because it's like yo like they try to just hold everything at the door and it for it to be like, yo, uh, uh, like, like fucking dress code. I mean, that's why I've always been, you know, like the door guy has to be smart, you know, like the dress, code, the, like places, I, I love places that don't have a dress code that if they want a certain clientele, they want like a certain, you know, like, like it's the music or it's this, or, you know, it, it's, it's the a, a dress code is not going to stop anything from happening in a venue just like the music is not gonna i mean you know obviously the music affects but it's 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 not just one thing you know yeah no no i know what you mean because i got the same thing and um it's funny you bring that up the same thing happened to me in vegas like i was this was uh when encore first opened up and like Mm -hmm. the edm scene was like still popping and i think it was like me and my wife went to go see like afrojack or some shit like that like at the club and I'm wearing like again like a designer T-shirt, like jeans, like nice shoes, chilling in line, whatever. Dude's like, it's Vegas. Too. He's like, he's like, yo, you can't. He's like, yo, you can't get in like that. I was like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, you can't get in like that. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not gonna go all the way back to my hotel and like change. He's yeah. like, right. I'm literally seeing like like foreigners and like European dudes like in the same type outfit. Nothing right. being said to them, and like he's like, you can't get in like that. So I literally had to go to the guest shop, grab a polo, like this seventy wow. dollar polo, put it on just so we can get in. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, now you're fine. I'm like, and then you go in and I'm everybody's like, yo, wearing a t-shirt. literally everyone's wearing person. t-shirts, hats, and shit. I'm like, yo, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, but yeah, man, that's the type of shit that like we you, you're gonna deal with in nightlife, and I don't think a lot of people know that. And who's ever listening now, like, yeah. these are things that you gotta kind of like keep your eye open for and like realize that. The reason why black people are so upset right now because like this shit has to like stop. Like and I'll go back to the surf thing. Like, look, I'm not losing my shit about Aunt Jemima being like you changing the name to Aunt Jemima. Like I'm not losing my shit about that. But I am losing my shit about you yeah. not you not caring about those kids who got hung or Breonna Taylor who got shot in her house or yeah. you know, you're up in arms because NASCAR wants the Confederate flag taken down. You know what I mean? Like the confederate flag you, you lost like that's a symbol of like you're trying <laughs> yeah. to like separate like you're trying to separate from like the united states like if you want to scream like america 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 then why are you still like why do you still uh, want that confederate it's a participation flag? You, you, trophy you know what i mean like it just doesn't add up to me but like yeah like those are the things that like we want change like i'm like not lose. like it's weird because my wife's it's weird because of business, uh, whatever. My wife's business, they, um, they, they're going to celebrate Juneteenth this year as a national holiday, and I, whatever, it's dope, you know. I mean, not many of them knew what Juneteenth was. I always knew what it was, but not many of them knew what it was. And I'm like, well, that's that's dope. And then you have um, in Philly, people protecting the Columbus Day. I mean, the Columbus statue. And because like, people want you know want to take down a Columbus statue, and I'm like, look, like I I get why you want to take down a Columbus statue, and like 
he did some really fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Like when he got over here, but like you're you're literally losing your mind trying to protect the statue. And it's pre- I literally mm-hmm. see people out there with like bats and shit like that, like hockey sticks and shit like that, trying to protect the statue. I'm like, yo, it's not that serious. Just to put the statue in a museum. Like you're not you're glorifying something that shouldn't be glorified. You know what I mean? No. I don't think people are like looking at it that way. Um, they're just looking at it as something that's combative, and it's really not. Like, you're going to see a lot of companies um, change up the things they do because they might think it's like racially insensitive and stuff like that. That's not so much like, and and, and it'll look at like, oh shit, man, what what are black people crying about now? Like, not look, look, it's not even look. I didn't even know half these shits about these companies. Like, they're taking this stuff down. Like, yeah. They're just doing it because, like, they're being proactive. I, I, That's the way I take it. Like, they're just being proactive. They just don't want to, you know, offend someone. And, I, and I'll bring it back to the – this is a, a um analogy I give a lot of people. I'm like, well, if there's 25 people in a room and you're going to say something and you know it's going to affect 24 of those people – you know it's going to affect one person, but 24 of those people might laugh and it might be something fucked up and offensive, but – you're gonna to want to. You're gonna say it anyway. So you're gonna look like, well, it's only gonna affect that one person. Well, if you affect that one person, who knows what that one person does? They might call them, kill themselves. They might turn into a fucking serial killer. They might, you know, lose their fucking mind. It's not worth it. Like some shit is not worth it to even say or do. So just don't do it. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's what a lot of people on social media aren't realizing when they say ignorant comments, because yeah, like the majority of your friends who agree with you might laugh at it and might think it's like. Oh, you're just making a joke. That's funny. Yeah. What are, what are you being sensitive about now? Well, you might affect that one person who might be sensitive or might look at it a different way and they might lose their shit and it might be a trickle effect of bad things that could happen. And I think people just don't realize that. And I'm not saying close your mouth and don't talk like you have freedom of speech. Say whatever you want, but just be conscious. Read the room pretty much like just yeah. read the room like no one like. And it's like a lot of DJs are not reading the room right now. Like, and I'm seeing a lot of like DJs of color not reading the fucking room and like agreeing with shit or like posting shit. I'm like, bro, read the room. Like, you are one of us. Like, read the room. Like, they're like saying (laughs) things like what? Bro, I've seen like, I've seen literally um, this black DJ on Facebook just like denounce like everything about Black Lives Matter. Like, all these fucking clowns, these liberal this and all this stuff like that. I'm like, bro, this is nothing to do with politics. Like, what are you not seeing? Like, read the room. Yeah. Like, you're you're working extra hard to like try to bring this down instead of like bringing your like your culture up. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that's just you're counterproductive of this whole thing. And it's like I've heard like people say a lot of these opposing arguments are literally just sprung out of denouncing black lives matter like they wouldn't exist if there was no black lives matter Bro, it's just like yeah it's like just let's have this movement because we're against this but it's like what what are you even against like the idea or the the movement or so i mean i don't know is it this is exhausting for you to um, explain to people and it, talk it, to your friends and family it, um it's not exhausting because like i'm like i hope in the end goal like they like learn um I gave up talking on social media about this shit though. Like, it's hard to do it I'm, on social I'm, media. I'm, I'm just done because, like, if you really wanted to know, then we're not gonna go back and forth on. Con- you're not just going like you could. I just don't get the whole. 
you want to throw statistics and stuff at me. And I'm like, all right, look, that's fine. Like, I'm not saying your statistics are false and I'm not disagreeing with them, but look at it from a human level and not like a numbers level. Like there's two different ways of looking at things. And I think most people don't want to see that because they just, I, I don't know. It, it is, it is frustrating though, because do I have to have this talk with my wife? You know what I mean? Like, cause I didn't think she got it, you know, cause we, her upbringing, I didn't think she got it. And I'm not, her parents are fucking amazing. They, I've talked to them about this stuff. You know what I mean? So I just didn't think that she understood that one day when we bring a child into this world, the shit that they're going to have to endure and the stuff that we're going to have to teach them. Like I'm going to have to teach him. He's going to get it from both sides right. because if you're growing up like mixed, you're going to get it from white kids. You're going to get it from black kids. Like white kids like this. Oh, well, you know, the, the racism and all that bullshit like that. And I'm not saying everyone, but like, you know, you're going to have those certain people, kids who are going to do things like that. Well, why are you different to me? Why is your skin color different than me? And you're going to have the black kids say you're hanging out with a lot of white kids. Oh man, you're, you're not, you're not black. You're too white. You're, you're so white. You're not even black and shit like that. Like that shit can fuck with a kid's mental. To like to the point where, who knows what they do when you know when they're young and, and what they when they grow up, you know what I mean? And how that fucks with their whole mental and stuff like that. And I so. think a lot of people don't realize, you know, it's because right now it's happening. It's like a moment right now that's like everyone's talking about it. We're in it, but like things like that that you're worried about, like generational, like how's this gonna affect my future kid? Yeah, like they're gonna have to deal with the shit that I I've dealt with, or like. You have yeah. to give them that like type of like you know strong mind and strong will, and that's why I had to like sit down and talk to my wife. Because so my wife's like, she's like, I don't really notice this stuff when we're out. I'm like, well, I do because like I'm always on high alert about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just something that's natural. Like I'm always just thinking about. And I told her, I said, you're you're probably going to get it when you're like not with me, and you're like you're just you and the kid, because that protective instinct is going to come in. So you might get a dirty look from a white lady or a black lady, you know, like, why is this, why is this white woman with this black child? You know I mean? You might get that look and then something might click in your head. Oh shit. That's, that's fucking, yo, you asshole. That's mad ignorant. You know what I mean? And then we even said, she's like, well, what about if he's with like my, my parents or something like that? I'm like, I'm like, yo, I tell you, I told straight up on the off rip. If he's like with your mom or your, your dad, I feel like your mom or dad might rip into whoever like says some nut ass shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause like that's just the type of people they are, and like that's the type of person I want you to be, like protective. And I think you will be, but you won't be conscientious of it right now because it's not so noticeable because everything is just so you know normal. But like when you're different in a, in a situation, it you're going to see it. You know what I mean? So I mean, I think that's dope. And it's dope. not even just white and black. It's like growing up, I had like Indian friends. And, like, I couldn't go to the house because they'd be like this. Yeah, my mom doesn't like black people. You can't come in the house. Yeah. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> like, is that real life? But, like, I mean, and that's the thing. I don't think back, especially when you're a kid. But, like, you know, people aren't having these conversations. Like, you're sitting down and having with your wife. And it's not easy. No, but it's like, uncomfortable. you got to. You, you got to do it. You got to do it. And, and like, if you see your friends and, like, if you're listening to this and, like, you're a person of color, like, and if you see your friends not getting it. And you want them to get it, don't be afraid to have that conversation with them. I had to have this conversation with my boys when this whole George Floyd went down. I'm like, yo, guys, this shit is my reality. Like, this is something I'm scared of if I'm ever pulled over by the police. And I'm not saying all police are bad, because I know they're not. But there could be that one bad apple having a bad day and taking shit out on me. And I don't know, because 
they're all wearing a uniform, so they're all the same. White, right. black, Asian, whatever. Like it could be a black cop that hates black people. Like you know what I mean? Like they're all wearing a uniform, so I have to all put them as the same. And not in a bad way, but like I can't differentiate you unless like if I see someone wearing a fucking uh, a hood and, and someone wearing a suit, I can differentiate which one's like potentially gonna fuck me up, which one's gonna potentially like you know what I mean, not do anything. If they're both wearing uniforms, they're both the same. So I don't know which one to which which one is gonna do what. And I have to be like on guard and like conscious of the situation. All right. So what are, I mean, I guess what are some positive things that can be done right now, whether it's either, you know, you know, organizing and, and, you know, coming up with a plan or just something you would tell your friends, like, yo, like, you know, you can't, I know you can't do a lot, but you could do this. You know, I'd appreciate if you did this. Like, what's the right thing for people to do that don't know? Um, just like, at like, don't be afraid to ask. Like, don't be afraid to like reach out to like your friends who are you know different than you. Um, I think that's a big thing that people are scared to do. Um, ask and see like what they're going through. Ask and see what their mindset is. Like, see how good their mental is. Like that shit can like really trigger something in your own mind. You know what I mean? So like, the conversation that we're having here today, like. I'm pretty sure a lot of shit is triggered in you guys' minds. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, you literally just, just ask them, like, why, why are you feeling this way? Like, why why is this like this? Like, why have you felt this way? Or why were you taught like this? And then hopefully they can relay that to, to other people. And then other people can relay that to them. And then, you know, it's like a, a, a spread. It's like COVID. It spreads. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it yeah, back. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, shit, it, it shit spreads. And it's just like, and hold each other accountable. Like, just like I'm taught that, like, if I see someone doing something fucked up, I'm just going to try to hold them accountable. And I see them like, yo, that's just not right. Like, do the same thing. Like, even though it might be comfortable, hold them accountable. You know what I mean? Um, and, like, don't be afraid to speak up. Because I feel like I feel like a lot of, and let's take nightlife, like, I think a lot of DJs are scared to speak up because they're scared of their money. They're scared to lose money or they're scared to piss off a venue or lose clientele. Like, yeah, or just be labeled. Yo, like, if you know this shit ain't right, fucking speak up, man. Like, look, I literally, I read some, saw something earlier where a girl who was a photographer and she, I guess she was speaking up about Black Lives Matter on her social media. And the the people who were, she's supposed to like uh, take pictures of for their wedding were like, we don't want you anymore because you're so vocal about Black Lives Matter and all the shit like that. Like, be like, all right, bye. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, I don't even want to work with you then. Like, if a venue got mad at me, and sorry, Brian, but if a venue got mad at me for <laughs> like speaking up, I'm be, and they'd be like, "Well, we don't want you no more because you're so vocal." I'm like, "This, all right, well then, I just know how you are, and I know what your true colors yeah. are." Like, you and then I mean? the, in the long run, like, it's not gonna it's not benefit anyone. Anyway, yeah, right? you know what I mean. So it's like you can get who you want that you want, what kind of puppet that you want to be in here. It's just not gonna be me. Yeah, and we've learned we've learned that those positions are literally just like you said, like a puppet. You know the hamster on the wheel so i mean it is what it is like yeah. for, for those kind of places because if it's if they don't like you for that the next person they're not gonna like for something else and it's just a, this is i mean it's, they're literally this just is mad the biz period yeah they're mad with themselves that's why i look at it yeah well is there anything else you want to say before we sign off here 
Um, nah, man. Yo, I love everybody. Yo, if you listen, <laughs> if you listen to this, ended yeah. on a positive. Note. Yeah, yeah. Nah, if you listen, yeah. if you listen to this, man, trust me. Though, I'm not fucking angry black guy. Like, yo, like I literally, I love everyone. <laughs> nah, at all. That's, but I just, especially why we wanted. Yeah, you know. I just want like I want equality as much as the next person. You know what I mean? And like, <clears throat> look at the thing as like look at it a broader picture. Like, look if you have any questions and you want to like ask my experiences that I haven't talked about on here. Feel free to you know DM me or whatever. Fuck, call me two one five two nine two two five seven one. Call me, bro. Like I don't give a fuck. I was dude. gonna say like, to plug your Twitter yeah. and Instagram, but okay. Call me, dude. Call me, bro. I don't care. They dude. can call you two eight one three three zero. What is your Twitter and Instagram? Uh, Twitter so. um, at DJ Raffy Pryor. Everything. So at DJ R A P H Y P R I O R. Everything is that. Um, yeah, man. Like, look. I have no problem talking about this stuff, but like, don't expect like me to be posting like crazy articles and shit like that on Facebook and shit like that. Like, I'm just not gonna do it because I'm not gonna get into like an argument with someone saying the same shit over and over again. Like, it's a never ending thing. Um, oh, one more thing, yo, if you're gonna sit here and complain about the media. Don't post a fucking article and say the media is not posting. Where why is this not in the media when like the link is like to Fox News? Like you look like I just had to get that off my chest. Like that's just like mad. Dog. I mean the media is a whole proofread. Yeah, proofread. Proof, yeah, proofread. Like read what you're like you're 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 writing. But um, yeah. No, other than that, though, no, man, I got nothing, man. Thank you guys for having me. Nah, thank you, man, for thank you, for being bro. Part Pre- of this, bro. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it for real. Well, yo, it's MIA Radio, DJ Zaya, DJ Cass. We out. See y'all next week.